Hey, hi, hello, welcome, welcome, welcome. It is Talk Sessions with Co, and I am your girl, Life Coach Co. And guess what? It is the month of June. Why am I super excited about the month of June? Well, for one, I'm always excited to talk to you in general, but the month of June is when I birthed this beautiful baby called Talk Sessions with Co. But I'm getting a little ahead of myself. Let me go back a little bit. It is the month of June and there are some wonderful celebrations. We have Juneteenth, we have Father's Day, people are celebrating Pride, people are celebrating several different birthdays. Geminis are coming and taking over, but cancers are about to push them out the way. And of course we have just the thought of being able to experience breath in a new day. But I'm super excited about my baby coming to life two years ago, two years ago, friends. And now I am celebrating this second year anniversary with all of you. And I'm so excited about that. Originally, my baby was called Dating in 2020. Because, of course, this started in 2020 during the pandemic, well, the height of the pandemic, and I just felt like it was time to bring some conversations, much-needed conversations in the Black community to the table. But once again, I'm getting a little ahead of myself. More so, I was talking about how janky dating has been in the city of Atlanta. And we talked about how in different cities, Houston, uh, Baton Rouge, how there were just different experiences that sucked when it came down to dating. And we kind of just dragged that on. But one of the common things that I saw within that conversation was a need to heal, some self-healing that needed to be involved and evolve. So... It was kind of like I just felt a push that we needed to expand the topics from dating to more so self-healing. And then outbirth talk sessions with Co. Bringing taboo topics in the black community to the table for discussion. Much needed. And those topics expand from relationships, healing, trauma, to different things that happen in the black community that we kind of swept under the rug, mental health, sexual abuse, different things that needed to be talked about, health, just health in general. And we had so many wonderful guests that have been on Dating in 2020, now talk sessions with Co. And they've brought us some expertise that has enlightened us in a way that we could never just go back to who we were, but now, we have expanded on our knowledge of being better. That's all I ever wanted was for us to have the knowledge so that we can make the decision to do better. And that's why I always say in my Monday motivation emails that today I am choosing because I want 
is to be a choice. Choose to be better. You shouldn't be forced into being better or forced into obedience or however you want to skin the cat. You know, you want to make sure that you are choosing to be better. So I chose to be better by expanding dating in 2020, then dating in 2020 plus to talk sessions with Co. And it has been a lovely blessing, man. Just being able to discuss these different topics and write about these different topics as they come and go and just, you know, intricate our life. I just love it. I love it. It's amazing. And it's helped me become a better person and make choices to be a better person because, of course, I can write to you guys all day and talk to you guys all day about being a better person. But if I'm not living it, then it's a lie. So I'm telling you that the things that I write about and talk about, I am challenged in my everyday life to follow that because that's just the world we live in, right? And I have to make the choice after I write these things to be better. I can choose to not be better, but I like to consider myself to be a real one. You feel me? But anyway, so Talk Sessions with Co is celebrating two years. And I just think it's amazing. Why? Because celebrating something of this consistency and this caliber for Life Coach Co is a big accomplishment. Let's just say I tend to throw things away. I tend to start projects, never finish them. Do you really know like how many things I have written that I forgot completely about? I was just reminded a single fry was my other business slash writing that I just kind of pushed aside. I just was like, you know what? I don't want to do it anymore. It's too hard. It's not working out. You know, we have our spirit photography. I did consistently do that business, but at the end of the day, you know, I just felt like it was time for a change. But this has been something that I have been consistently working on and moving towards and enjoying the process even though sometimes the process is painful it's painful it's like i want more viewers i want more listeners i want more readers but i feel a joy within when i podcast or do a show on facebook live or when i write to you guys it brings me such joy inside that it's like, it's not all about what people see or don't see. It's really the joy of actually doing it. And then I kind of understood what people say when they say you fall in love with the process because if you fall in love with the process, then you're going to continuously work towards it without needing that validation all the time. Now, that's not to say that it's not going to happen. You're not going to have moments where you're going to be sitting in the corner, you know, Oh my God, like why? But then you're going to keep moving forward because this is something that you really want to do. And it's not something that you are just doing for attraction from others or popularity or attention. 
It's something in deep within you that you want to pursue. And I feel like talk sessions and co-mail my articles that I send, Monday motivation and Thursday articles that I send are something that I really want to do. And it's something that I feel is my little act of service as a, a part of my purpose, you know, but I'm going all deep and stuff like that. That wasn't the intention. Even though I'm a deep sister, that wasn't the intention. The intention was to say, I am celebrating the whole month of June because I mean, two years, man, two whole years. I don't do anything for two years. I haven't even consistently worked out for two years. Like, come on, man. Like, I'm super excited about it. And, you know, I just want to continue to encourage you guys to follow your dreams, man. And I know that that's cliche. So let me keep going. It's cliche to say, hey, follow your dreams. But more so what I want to encourage you to do is to really look within, really look within yourself and see what God is calling you to do. What is the purpose of your existence right now? Oh, that's a deep question. I know. But there are reasons why you are here. And I don't think it's just like one overall arching reason. I believe that there are purpose, there are daily purposes, maybe there are overarching purposes, but I just think that we're called to different things at different times in our lives. Right now, mine is talking to you and encouraging you to go greater and go higher, man. Like what have you been hiding underneath all of those wonderful abilities and beauty that you have? What have you been hiding? What are you so afraid to do and step out and just put it out there? I was afraid to do this. You think I just wanted to just all of a sudden just slap myself on a podcast or live and just start talking? Yeah, I know that I'm a little bold and a little brave and super extroverted, but I'm not that brave. I mean, come on. First of all, I have a really country accent. So, you know, I might get out here saying, ain't you got to want to be a, and y'all don't understand what I'm talking about. Next thing you know, y'all saying I sound stupid or saying I sound like this, talking about my lazy eye, talking about my glasses, talking about my hair, blemishes or whatever like that. You know, I went through those phases and no, I do not have a lazy eye. And shout out to everyone that has a lazy eye because nothing's wrong with that. But my point is that I'm saying that I was worried about what you guys would see. Do my makeup needs to be a certain way? I don't bake. So how am I going to get out here with my face like this? People's eyebrows are snatched. My eyebrows are not like looking the same. They don't look like twins. They don't even look like sisters. They look like distant cousins. Oh man, I gave it to myself. I'm like, how my locks look? Do my earrings match this? My glasses this? And you know, you just go through those phases and doing all of that was keeping me from being able to come up with fresh topics, was keeping me from wanting to put the psychology out there that we need in the black community. And then I'm thinking about how I speak, which really made me go back to the story of Moses in the Bible when he said he was slow to speech, meaning he likely had a speech impediment and stuttered. But God called him to 
take away a whole nation of people, generations of people out of Egypt and take them to the promised land. So me being able to put myself on social media is not as big of a deal as that. Okay. And I do not have a speech impediment, but that's okay because people that have speech impediments are still going to do great things. And that's my point. There are several things that we have that we may view as shortcomings um, are things that we you know, feel deep insecurities about that we want to put out there, but we're so afraid of what people are going to think or judge about us. And again, that almost stopped me from doing my Facebook live show dating in 2020 because I was afraid. And also putting my writing out there was even worse. It was even worse. I was afraid to actually show you guys that side of me, that vulnerability side of me that I use that birth during one of the most traumatic experiences in my life. When I was back in seventh grade, right after my parents' divorce, went to a new school, was teased and bullied and whatever, birthed the beauty of writing. I wrote a poem about a boy that I had a crush on. I would never tell that to. And I was just like, this makes me feel good. This makes me feel alive in a way that I couldn't express myself. Growing up in a household, I would say more of an authoritarian household. Um, my mom was more authoritative. My dad was authoritarian. And that's just to say that I didn't, I never felt like I had a voice and so as loud as I am, as excited as I'm always alive and full of shine and sunshine and all this other stuff that people tell me, growing up, it was hard to be that way because I always felt like somebody in my life was trying to suppress that side of me. Oh, you're this. Oh, you're that. And that could have been a dream crushed. And that's why I'm writing about that now because Somewhere along the lines, maybe you let someone crush a dream or crush that side of you. Maybe you did it to yourself after a while, started to, you know, really ruminate, meaning to keep repeating, going over and over in your mind that you're not good enough. You can't do this. You're not important enough that you are not here for a greater purpose, that you are just here existing. All of those are lies. And within my own story, that trauma birthed something that got me through life. My writings got me through life. They got me through that situation because by eighth grade, I was out there kicking ASS and taking names. I wasn't letting nobody tease me. I was only going through a silent period because I had a lot of internal battles with transitioning from a new school and transitioning to just being with my mom and my siblings not being there. I had a lot going on. Transitioning to becoming a lady because I had, you know, started to develop. There's a lot going on with a young girl in seventh grade. By eighth grade, I started really, you know, developing and trying to find myself. But I had to develop this persona of being very hard. And I, I, okay, 
So what I would say, I would call myself a thug and a gangster. I always say that. But I'm very sensitive underneath it. I'm very feely. You know, I have a lot of feelings. I'm a cancer. I have a lot of feelings. So I had to get that out some kind of way. And a lot of times, you know, I ended up in detention for getting those feelings out some kind of way. But I took that time in detention to really write, write short stories, poetry, just different things. And I was scared to share that level of vulnerability with the world because of putting my arts and crafts out there when it came down to photography. It didn't return on the investment that I wanted. And so I was so afraid that writing would be tainted in that way that I would put it down and wouldn't want to go back to it. And I was like, I can't let the world taint what writing is for me. And like photography was tainted, trying to turn it into a business, trying to hustle with it and everything like that. And when it didn't work out for me in the way that I wanted it to, I put it down and just found so much disgust. And even thinking about trying to do photography again. I was like, I'm not going to let the world do that to writing for me. So I was like, I'm not going to do it. And I just felt like I kept running from it. Everything was like, write the book. Write it. Write. And I just was like, no. No, I won't do it. No. No, I won't do it. But enough was enough. You know, sometimes you could really feel yourself running from something. And I felt myself running from it. I felt myself not being obedient to what God was calling me to do. And it was time. And in the pandemic, the height of the pandemic in 2020 was when I really had time to really sit and reflect on it. And I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to write about anxiety. And the first piece of writing that I wrote was called The Anxiety Treatment. And I talked about how the pandemic was really, you know, causing people to have a lot of anxiety and how I just really wanted to help people fight that and find different ways to redirect all of that fear and anxiety. And then it just kind of manifested its way into dating in 2020, dating in 2020 plus, talk sessions with co-life coach, co everything just started to happen and roll over. And now I feel like I'm pregnant with so many different things that I want to do and give birth to. And I feel like that can happen for anybody that believes that it can. No, I am not a famous celebrity or anything like that. That's just telling you, oh my God, I put a million dollars, a million dollar check in a book. And now I'm a millionaire because I believed it happened. I'm not saying that that can happen, but that's not what happened for me. I am still a teacher and I am still working. No, I'm saying that I see the process and I see where it's going. And I'm starting to see where it can go and it's real. You'll see with me, you have been on, you know, with me throughout this whole journey. So you see the realness of it. I don't have a studio. I don't have a writer's room or anything. I'm not pretending that life is super great and that I have it all together. I'm not pretending. Again, I like to think of myself as a real one. This whole 
social media culture of just trying to make it seem like I'm faking it till I make it. That's not me. I can't do that. But what I'm saying is that I had something that changed my life for the better. And I didn't want to share it with anyone out of fear that it would be destroyed and it wouldn't serve me anymore in the way that I needed it to. It's therapeutic for me. And then I had to share it. And now it's not only therapeutic for me, but it's therapeutic for other people. And when it's therapeutic for other people, now the people, a.k.a. you, can now birth something of your own because you're encouraged, you're inspired, you understand that somebody out there gets it. It's not just you. You're not just alone in this world. You're not just out here faking until you make it. There are real human beings out here that really started from the bottom, that climbed their way up and are here in this journey with you to tell you that, no, everybody don't just become a sensation overnight. And that's okay. And some people do. And that's okay. But your journey is unique to you. And it's beautiful outside of what anyone else says, outside of what anybody else tries to tell you. Is beautiful so don't let fear or what happened in the past with your trauma crush what God has given you has impregnated with you and is waiting for you to give birth to I mean I don't think that this is the end for me I think that there's still more to do and places to go like hey we as in me and some other ladies, some other authors are releasing a book called Women Connected in Wisdom. And it is going to be coming out this September. Yay! Yes. I mean, I probably should get some sound effects for this thing so I wouldn't have to do it myself. Isn't that cool? But anyway, yes. It is coming out this September. I will have the exact date as soon as I know, but I don't want to tell you guys a date. And then it's like, oh, we got to push it back. So I know that it's going to be this September. And not only book, but a women's conference in the fall. Yay! A women's conference in the fall that's going to be going along with this book release. And it's going to be so great. It's going to be about the eight dimensions of wisdom. And we're going to be talking about experiences that we had to connect to other women out there and talk about the beauties of growth and the pain of growth. And I can't speak to what their chapter is going to be about, but mine is lit. I'm just saying. But. Back in 2017, back in 2016, back in 2015, I would have never done it. And life almost ensured that I didn't. And people, some people that I had in my life crushed it. And then I started to crush it myself with the thoughts that I had about myself and my abilities. And now, in 2022, a show later, 
podcast later, audience later for my articles and book coming out and a women's conference. I couldn't dream this if I wanted to. Okay, that's not true. I have dreamed this, but I never, I didn't know if it was a dream or more like a fantasy. But I had to believe that I could do it and I had to try. And that's what I'm encouraging you to do today in this celebratory month of June, Juneteenth, Black Excellence. We're lifting up the fathers out there and all this other good stuff. How about you take the time to lift up yourself in a way that you need to so that you can birth what God has given you. How about you try? How about we work towards that this month? Yes, light and guidance, for sure. So in closing, in this beautiful message, I want to let you know that we are celebrating my two years of talk sessions with Cole and Cole Mail and Life Coach Cole, all of the above. But we're also going to celebrate you too, because I know that after this series, you're going to be ready to take steps toward what God is calling you to. And that's greater. So again, you can follow me on Instagram at Life Coach Cole. Also, my website, which is in reconstruction, because guess what? We're growing at lifecoachco.com, as well as you can sign up to work with me one-on-one for some life coaching to come alongside of you with some accountability to help you grow in your journey. So I look forward to hearing from you and seeing you this whole month of June as we celebrate. Talk to you soon.